white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory Season 7, Episode 28. I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. So it's number four this season, I think, now already. Mm, I think it's Ra- five. Racking it up, becoming, it, a, no, no, becoming a regular. I think it, yeah, well, it's good. Good, I like doing it. So Before yes. before we go into the show, I just want to do a bit of a plug for anybody that has not yet listened to the episode that I recorded last week, which was with the Spurs ladies um, over at Hotspur Way. So I had the pleasure of speaking to Josie Green, Wendy Martin and Sarah Wiltshire. Um, so if you haven't had a listen, go back onto our SoundCloud page and make sure you do give that a listen because that's probably my favourite podcast that I've done. It's well, I listen. You know, obviously I listen to all the podcasts and it it's very good, very good, annoyingly good, I would say. It, <laughs> and it, it I, was I got to go to Hotspur Way as well to speak to them, which was fantastic. So to get a bit of a look around the training ground was amazing, and the the little bit of exposure that I did get, it, it is as good as everybody says it is. It's the second time I've been over there. Uh, it's an incredible place. It it was it is an amazing place. I mean, I I when you when you went up there and actually played the game. Yeah. Um. I you know I wormed my way to pick you yeah, up yeah. and and I was really lucky that they actually let me actually in and yeah. drive up to the main complex and it is a sensational place. It's fantastic. You can't be impressed a bit. So impressed. anyone that hasn't had a listen, do have a listen. Like I said, go on our SoundCloud page and, and make sure you catch up with that Spurs Lady special. But today's show, we're starting with what is the best Spurs debut that you've ever seen? Have you got, have you got some? Um, the, the main one, I, I mean, the best Spurs debut has got to be uh, Colin Lee. We're going back to the 70s. Yeah. Um, the famous, it was when we was in the second divisions. It was the 77-78 season. And uh, he made his debut, scored four goals on his debut. It was the famous game when we beat Bristol Rovers 9-0. Um, I was at that, lucky enough to be at that game. Yeah. Uh, so you've seen Spurs score nine a couple of times? I've you? seen Spurs score nine on three occasions. What a thing to say that is. Are you not annoyed that we never made it to ten in any of them? I, I can remember the Bristol Rovers game. Hoddle missed a good chance for ten right near the end. Mm. Missed a really good chance. Pulled his shot wide. I can remember that. Mm. Um, the, the, obviously, the nine is Wigan and an Icelandic team back in the early 70s in the UEFA Cup match. I think we won 6 0 away and then 9 0 at home. That was in. 15 0 on aggregate. That was, and full strength team used to go out. I think Chivers yeah. probably scored about eight goals over the two games, you know. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, madness. I've been lucky enough to see us. Um, uh, I was thinking, yeah, a couple of sevens as well, I think. Yeah. So, I've been l- lucky enough. But yeah. what a debut for Colin Lee then. He didn't do a lot else after that, really. if I remember rightly. You know, my time. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just one of those games, you know, two players, you know, you don't often see two players score a hat-trick in a game, mm. and, and, that, and that happened. Who that keeps game. the match ball in that? Uh, Colin Lee got the match ball, and Ian Moore's got a second ball. I can remember it at oh, the really? time. I can remember at the time that... Um, because it was back in the days when match of the day only had two matches... And they only had two matches. So this time, because we were going for a promotion in Division 2, as it was then, they had us on. And the other game was the Merseyside derby. So they would then say, it's on for now. They'd show like a good 35 minutes of the Merseyside mm. derby. And then you'd get 15, 20 minutes mm. of the second game, which would have been our game. Merseyside derby ended nil-nil. I can remember this. Oh, wow. So we were the main match. Yeah. And I can remember them saying... You know, after the events at White Hart Lane today, we're, yeah. we're showing this is so a main game. So, if there was, 
If your team played that weekend and won one nil, and you weren't at the game, is there a chance that you would have never seen those highlights? Absolutely. Then? You used to have you used to have match of the day, which was the, obviously the same as it is now. Yeah. Half past ten Saturday night, exactly the same as it is now. And then you would have the big match, which was the ITV version, which was on a Sunday. I think it was at two o'clock. Yeah. Um, Sunday, you have, you have your Sunday lunch, and then um, the big match, and that would be a bit more regionalised. So. Up in, say, Newcastle, would show either Sunderland, Middlesbrough or Newcastle as the main game and maybe a couple of the other bigger games. So you have more chance to see it, but every game wasn't televised back so in there, the So there, there would be games then, when you've been a Spurs fan, that you would have never seen the goal to? The goals to? Yes, yes. You, you would only have had the, the radio if the commentary was even on, or a newspaper report yeah, and on, of that game. Yes, and, and also... Um, That's mad. Yeah, That's yeah, no, it's mad. Just it get is my mad. head around that. Um, but also, you could actually go to a live game and see the goals. You could win, say, 3-0. You'd never see them goals ever again. Yeah. Because you'd never see them replayed back. And it was only really with the when live television yeah. came in that all the games started to be televised. Yeah. That's it's, such it sounds, a funny... Yeah, it's very old. Very I love old. it. But I love that, that because that's a proper football memory that some people... Yeah. There'll have been games you'd have gone to over Spurs, stood on yeah. the terraces with your mates... Watched it, celebrated the goal, yeah. and like you say, that's the only time you ever... never ever seen the goal again. And that's mad. But your memory of that is from where you were. Yeah. And was if you think back about a lot of famous goals now, you think about you when you're trying to visualise it in your mind, you're thinking about the match of the day highlights or the yeah. Sky Sports highlights. Whereas some of them goals, it's literally that one angle when you're stood on the shelf. Oh yeah. And, and that's it. I think it wasn't until like the early 80s, I think, when someone came up with the idea, oh, well, let's televise all the games and show the best ones. Mm. And I think as the contracts evolved and, and, and ITV and the BBC started showing live games and then obviously when Sky come in and, uh, and just very quickly, I think the first Sky contract was just mm. over 100 million for like three years. The BBC pay, I think, four hundred million for the highlights over three years now. When you think Sky pay, you know, three billion quid yeah. or whatever it is a year now, it's just extraordinary types yeah. of money. Yeah, uh, I put out on social media earlier what the best Spurs debut side that you've ever seen, and as usual, I've had some fantastic and some really strange responses, on, which yeah, are worth yeah. my favourites. But I want to start with one from uh, Reddit. So this is from No Socks nineteen eighty six, and he said, "For me, it was Danny Rose." which is the yeah, famous yeah. volley against Arsenal, yeah. but there's a backstory to it. He said it was the first game he'd ever watched. So he's working for a bank in the States, and a client of his was an older gentleman from England. He always came in in different kits, and he asked him if he'd ever played. He said he bounced around some lower leagues in England and Germany during the 60s. He said his brightest <laughs> moment was training with Tottenham uh, one off-season, but was never offered a contract or anything. Which is amazing. Well, going to train would be magnificent. Um, So back to Rose. He told me about the Spurs slash scum rivalry and told me where I could watch the game. When Rose hit that bomb, I was in love and he's been a Spurs fan since. It's strange, isn't it, how that happens? That's fantastic. That is a brilliant story. I love that. And Delhi fan as well on uh, Reddit said Danny Rose for him against Arsenal was just... And we were at that game together, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Sat right behind. As soon as he hit it... You could tell it was in. You just knew from that moment. It was just, um, yeah. I think we, you know, we went all them years about beating Woolwich, and then, you know, I think, I think someone, you know, I, I don't often watch it, but um, uh, my youngest son recommended Arsenal fan TV after the uh, after the Spurs Arsenal game, and and I watched that, and then someone saying, I think. 
the last 10 away games at Spurs, you know, we've won six, drawn three and lost one, mm. which is getting where we want to yeah. be. You know, we'd like, you know, one, eight, drawn two, you know. Yeah. So, you know. But I don't want to talk too much about Woolwich, I don't like doing it, but <laughs> there was a stat which was they've lost, I think it's 15 of their last 25 away games, yeah. which is... Remar- absolutely remarkable Any- anyway back to debuts Dr Pepper fan on Reddit brilliant name said Dean Marnie against Everton oh he got two he goals he scored two he? goals yes 5-2 game it was one of which was an absolute worldie where he picked the ball up yeah. just inside the opposition half went past man then bent it in the top yeah. corner from 25 yards yeah. and then he scored another one in that game where he just basically followed in and it was a nice side foot finish he, he looked like he was going to be an unbelievable player after that and then it just Debuts are funny things, aren't they? You you look at a player and you think, oh, he's a bit good, and then it all goes pear shaped. But he's had a good career though, Dean Marnie. Like, he's played at the highest level. Was at Burnley, yeah. isn't he? So it's like it's not as if he's it's not as if no. he's done a John Bostock. Yeah, if you're playing, if you're playing in the Premier League, then you're, you're a good player. At the player. highest level, yeah. Um, James C Diamond and Steve Marsh, so we sit next to Steve. Oh, Spurs, Steve yeah. uh, they both said Jurgen Klinsmann. Against Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, and, and you can follow that up with his home debut against Everton, and that's the famous bicycle kick, which yeah. they show quite often. I, I can remember being at that game. Um, sensational goal. Sensational goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, Melis11, again on Reddit, Alan Hutton against Man United. This is that he kept Ronaldo and Giggs silent for 90 minutes. And he, I remember that game, I was, I was at it. He was fantastic, Hutton. We'd signed him, and he looked. Unbelievable, and he was actually somebody that a few months earlier we were watching a Rangers game. It might have been Rangers Celtic. I think it was a Scottish international game. It might have been. And, we, we and really, you picked him out, yeah. and you were like, "Call that right back looks a bit good. Yeah. Who's he?" Yeah. And it was Alan Hutton, and we we actually later on signed him. I think when we signed him, we 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 offered him. If I remember right, we offered him something like twenty two grand a week, and he said, "No, I'm going to stay at." Rangers and then we come back and offered him thirty three grand a week, and then he come and signed mm. for us. And but again, he's lost his way he weren't as dire as everyone says you know but he did the, the first couple of months we had him he looked excellent and I, I don't again I don't know what I don't know if he just got found out or he was just playing at an unbelievable level when we beat Chelsea in the uh, League Cup final he, I think he'd only played like eight or nine games mm. and he's, he's the um, player with the shortest amount of games that's won a, won a medal really or something like that yeah I'm sure he's had quite like an that. unusual career Stat, path Stat will well. tell me if I'm yeah. wrong but I know it's something like that he's had an unusual career path Alan Hutton because he was at us and then he had he had a year at Real Mallorca yeah that was which was a one. real yeah. real yeah. odd yeah. one but what a fantastic opportunity that was going yeah. playing Spain for a year and yeah. he's, at, he's at Villa isn't he yeah applying his trade there I don't know if he's still there I think he's still at Villa I'm not sure um Sandbite on Reddit said Mido against Portsmouth. He scored two goals on his okay. debut and looked like he was going to be. That's a good one the for net, me. Yeah, he looked like he was going to be quite a good player. Um, he didn't actually have the worst scoring record in the world. The loan season we had him, he was all right, but we got him on a permanent, and then it just fell apart. Yeah, it wasn't but then quite the same. yeah, and he, he kind of left, didn't he? And then we got him. We had him on loan and we got him back, didn't we? Because we argued over the transfer and then we sold him on to Middlesbrough for about six million quid, didn't we? You know. Yeah. Um, Matthew James, and there's a few people that have come in with this one. Recent years, Eric Dyer against West Ham. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Which was fantastic. So 
That was actually Pochettino's one. first game in charge as well. Yeah, ran the keeper and in the empty yeah, in the last minute. We'd, yeah. we'd been down to 10 men for most of that game because Carl Norton got a ridiculous red card for handball. Which he was, was playing never, a full-back, weren't he? Then a right-back, weren't he? I think Dyer, Dyer started the game at centre-half with Cabal, went mm. to right-back because we'd lost Norton and we didn't mm. have another right-back. Um, and Martin Noble missed a penalty at nil-nil, yeah. put it wired, and you're going into sort of injury time thinking, you know what, opening day, London derby, you've had 10 men, that's not a bad result. And for some reason, our right-back makes a run. Kane, Harry Kane picks the ball up, feeds it through, round the keeper, ball's in the back of the net. We were, we was, uh, I can remember, I know you weren't with us, but your younger brother and, and your mum, we were, we were on holiday in Spain. And we watched that game and there was some West Ham supporters in the same bar who weren't very happy, who were moaning about every, everything left, right and centre. And of course your brother's never quiet, is he, mm. when it comes to football? I was actually sat, sat in the front room with the radio commentary on the TV mm. um, and I flicked it on, I was following it on, on BBC app and was like, oh God, and I got home put the commentary on because it wasn't televised, 70 minutes, and I was listening to it, listening to it and being like, I can't move. I was like, because we're, we're hanging on. So if I move, they're going to score mm. with one of them weird superstitious things. And when you, I was danced around in the front room when the goal it was mad. Crazy, yeah, crazy. Um, so that, that was a particular highlight for me. Um, again on Reddit, Arkisau said, Nabil Bentalab against Southampton, which was a game we were actually at, at St Mary's. It was, uh, but I can, um, yeah, we, we was at that game and you come on, didn't you? That's, that was when Adeboyor actually had a good game for us, that wasn't was, it? That that, game? For some background, that was Tim Sherwood's first game. Yep. So we just, we just sapped AVB. We were struggling. We went a goal down after about five minutes. Adam Lallana scored. You think, God, here we go. We were playing 4-4-2. He yep. had Soldado and Adeboyor up front, Sherwood. Yep. And he started with Ericsson and Dembele, centre midfield. Yeah. Gilfie Sigurdsson on the left, Eric Lemena on the right. So it's a very, very attacking side. And after about 25 minutes, Dembele got a hamstring and come off. And he had Sandro and Lewis Holtby on the bench. So you're just thinking of one of them. And I think Etienne Capoue was on the bench I as think well. you're right, yeah, because we was all staggered when we saw who was coming And we on. saw this <clears throat> skinny, tall yeah. guy warming up with number 42 on his back. Everyone's flicking to the programme to be like, who the hell was that? And it was Bentalab and everyone was like... Okay, and he come on. He was fantastic in that game. We we I actually see him play um, pre season that year. We 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 went down to Colchester for a pre season mm. game, and he played that game. And everyone said, "Oh, he's the youth team captain." And and I thought he was good really really good, good that day. And good again, player. another leave yourself for seventeen million quid, weren't it? And we got yeah. a lot of money for him and. I was I was a fan of Bentalab because I thought that he just offered us something a little bit different and yeah. he had a bit of bite about him which yeah. I quite like. Um but it wasn't to be in the end. But he's again he's playing in the German first division, the top division that is. Yeah. So he's gone on to have a good career as well. He did a he he more than did a job for the season under Sherwood because yeah. he, he was it was him and Ryan Mason. They were our centre midfielders yeah. for a season. And you think about it now, you think, yeah. My God, how did yeah. we yeah. how did we get through that? But I liked Ben Slab, he's a good player. Um, frozen Yogurts on Reddit has said Sebastian Basson against Liverpool, where he scored oh, yeah, a bullet scored, header. Scored the header, didn't Ben Wasuikoto also scored a screamer in that game. We beat Liverpool 2 1. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Sam Latchford yeah. on Twitter. Paolo Gazaniga. Yeah, he, he, his he, goalkeeping he, debut, which was earlier on in the season against Crystal Palace, and he, he got man of the match. He, he was fantastic. He, he mentioned that to me earlier, and I said that was, that was a good one. It was fantastic. Abbas, who's followed up on that, said Carl Walker-Peters against Newcastle, which was the opening day of the season where we played fullback, 
And again, he got man of the match as well. In that yeah, game. yeah, he, he played all right that day. He played all right that day. He's not a bad player. Um, One for the future. You just mentioned him, um, and I'd like to say wish Ryan Mason all the best because you yeah. know after the sad news of him having to retire from football, and I know the club have offered him a a, a post. I think he's thinking about things, and yeah. uh, very sad. Well, very I, sad. I've noticed that tonight. So tonight we're actually recording this on Tuesday evening. It's the twentieth of February. That he's on. Um, Gillette Soccer Special this week covering oh, some of the games as a pundit in the studio so yeah we wish him well I had a lot of time for him as a player I was actually quite disappointed when he left yeah. because I thought that he had the, the attitude and the mindset that Spurs mm. have, have always lacked wasn't the best player in the world um, but he, again he did well for us when he played yeah. he, he, was, he was a good player another one that played for the shirt every time and like, as yeah. a supporter we always say this, obviously you need more than commitment to win trophies, yeah. but that's the minimum you want is a player that wants it. You've got, you, you've got to put the commitment in regardless of who you are. Um, you see the work that Kane does and a lot of the yeah. good players for us off the ball, Ericsson, all of them, and if you don't put the donkey work in, you'll never be a good yeah. player. Yeah. Uh, two more debuts, Cole Woodbridge, friend of the show. Uh, Michael Dawson against Liverpool. I don't remember this one, but he said we got a, a rare away draw at Anfield. Michael Dawson. That's a, I like. I don't that remember one. that one. That's, that's a, a good. One. That's that's a typical Cole one. Bit, that I like. A bit, that. A bit obscure. Bit of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit random. But I like that. That's and, a good uh, one. Thfc nineteen seventy six. Jason on uh, Twitter said Glenn Hoddle against Stoke. Yeah, he scored uh, with his left foot from twenty yards and the top. Look it up on YouTube. It's, it's a great goal. goal. And with Glenn, it's left and right feet. That was quite yeah. good. That was seventeen minutes before I mentioned Glenn. Yeah, he did well. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, that's debut. So some fantastic, fantastic yeah, suggestions. No, good, Thanks good. everyone for writing in with that. And we've got a couple of games we want to review as well. Starting with Juve. Yeah. Which was what a game. I mean, again, it's a, every away game at the moment, you're just experiencing all the emotions under the sun. Because yeah. it was like, after seven minutes, when we're 2 0 down, you're thinking, this is a 5 6 0 Like, this is going to be a real, real tough well, we, evening. We, we, we were watching it at home, and we had the usual sitting room for it, and the girlfriends around, and, and just about the whole of out, and I think it was yeah. in our front room. And uh, yeah, we couldn't believe it, could we? After, like, you know, the first 10 minutes, 2 0 down, it was just. Uh, we hadn't done a, we made a couple of silly mistakes but we hadn't really done a great deal wrong but that's football um, at the highest level yeah of course it is you get punished you, you can't get away with and it and the, f- the first goal I know there was a lot of criticism on the defending and Higuain's a yard offside but it's a fantastic finish over the shoulder keeping the good ball volley. down volleying it in the bottom corner so like, that was a, the pace beat Hugo a lot of people said oh we should have saved nah. him I still think the pace and, and that beat him if you hit the ball hard enough you're going to beat the yeah. keeper even if he gets hand on to especially it. he was just um, inside the box for us. It's like, I, I don't think the keeper could do anything with it um, and that's it 2-0 you're thinking God, the worst things that can happen are happening in this game yeah. here and we've done all this hard work winning the group and we're chucking it away Real Madrid all over again wasn't yeah. it you and know, you, five you years think, ago you're thinking this is it and <clears throat> Kane had a chance after about 25 minutes which was a header where we started to get a bit more control in the game Ericsson mm. put a beautiful ball in mm. Kane's six yard box and you're thinking 2-1 it and Buffon pulled out it was an excellent save. He should have scored, but it was an excellent save from Buffon. I always say you get the shot on target, you get a header on target, you force the keeper to make the save. Everyone's saying, oh, he could have glanced the header. Yeah, and you glance it wide and pick someone, yeah. you get it back across the keeper. He didn't do a lot wrong. Um, it, 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 yeah, it was good. It was a good save. And then, it was a good save. And then we did get the goal back where we picked the ball up, Ericsson, and we'll talk more about Ericsson's impact on this game because mm. that's probably the best performance I think he's put in in the yeah. top and shirt 
picks the ball up, Deli Alley gets it, Kane makes a brilliant run, he's through, Buffon comes out, which makes Kane's mind up for him. It doesn't make it any easier for him, but it makes Kane's mind up for him. He goes round him with quite a heavy touch as well. We had a lot to do. The finish was right in the middle, right of, the middle of the goal. Right in the middle of the goal, I was going to say that. Perfect yeah. finish. Yeah, it's a great... And what I loved is as well, just as you, as soon as he hit the ball, because we're watching it on telly, you knew it was in, and you could see the away fans in the corner, because yeah. they knew it was in, yeah. just up celebrating. Yeah. Um, and then at 2-1, you're thinking, right, we're back in it. We've got a chance. We've got our away goal. <laughs> Basically, when you strap the other end near enough, it was about 10 minutes after. Got the penalty. Um, from Aurier, which was strange to end. Where do you stand on Aurier? Are you, are you a fan of him? Do you prefer Kieran Trippier? Do you know what? He, he had a really good spell, I think, just before Christmas, where he was keeping Trippier out of the team. And he played really well. Going forward, he's great, he's strong. He's got to learn to stand on his feet when he yeah. tackles. Especially I mean, in Europe. You cannot afford to tackle from behind like that. You're going to give a penalty away every time. Absolutely every time. We're not pros, but we were watching it and watching him chase back and you're thinking, don't dive in, don't yeah. dive in, don't dive in. Don't. Oh, yeah. And then you, you're waiting for Higuain to step up and he's already dispatched one penalty. It's a clinical yeah. finish. You're thinking, oh, it's 3-1 and we're going to, it's free, we're going to be 3-1 at half time here. It's going to be tough to come back. And you come and smash it against the bar. And from that moment... There was a sense of belief, I thought, that, you know what, there's someone in this game for us. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm never a fan of players taking two penalties in the same game. Mm. Uh, it's just, just me. And I know Kane did it brilliantly at Liverpool a couple of weeks mm. ago. Because I always think you're psyching yourself out. To me, if you're a player and you've come up and you've struck it into the bottom corner, you're then standing there thinking, right, I'll go the same way. And you think, oh, the keeper's going to go. And you mm. kind of psych yourself out. And the easy option then is to whack it down the middle. And I thought Hugo did really well because he just stood his ground. And if it, and he would have saved it if he hadn't hit the bar. Yeah. Well, he nearly saved the first penalty as he well. He went far away from it. Um, nearly saved the first so penalty. So that really, really impressed me. Mm. Really impressed me. So, yeah, that was our stroke of luck, really. Yeah, and then the second half, Ericsson was just absolutely incredible. The way he was getting in the pockets. And let's not forget that this Juventus team conceded, I think it was one goal in 15 home games. Yeah, it's extraordinary. And they don't concede. No. And we caused them so many problems throughout that whole game where Dembele would get the ball, he'd drive at the heart of the midfield, he'd get round one man, he'd draw the defender out, then he'd pop it off to Ericsson, and then Ericsson would just cause havoc. I thought them two were just phenomenal. Pochettino isn't in the press been saying that Dembele is one of the few geniuses that he's actually come across in his career and he's put him up there with not in the same kind but he said there's just a certain level of player where you think wow and he put Maradona Ronaldinho there's somebody from Espanol I can't remember his name and Dembele and he said if he had Dembele at 18 or 19 years old he would have made him one of the best players in the world I think when he's like that he's played like that and we saw a bit of it I think towards the end of last season he was carrying an injury and he's had he had an op on it I think in the summer and I think it's taken him time to get really fit and confident on the injury I think Poch just said his, you know, his frame as well because yeah. he's a big bloke like, yeah. he probably weighs he's probably one of the heaviest players in yes. the team I'm not saying he's overweight it's just his build he's a big yeah. strong bloke but that doesn't help with knee and ankle injuries if yeah. you're carrying an extra kind of bit of weight, yeah. versus another player yeah it, it doesn't help. I just, I just think he's, you know, even at our level when you've played and you've had a little injury and you're aware your ankle's been a bit dodgy and you, you kind of play within yourself and it takes time to get back whatever level you're playing at. Yeah. And I, I think he's at peak form now. I think we need him in Europe. 
And yeah. I think this is where he's good. I think you said before, um, earlier in the season, you know, Winks was doing a similar thing when he was injured and he played yeah. against Madrid. You've got to hang on to the ball on that. But then but you've got to do something with the yeah. ball. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's it no was, good just knocking the ball backwards across the back four like England do when they play. I oh, think, we've got ball I retention. There's, a time, no there's a time and a place for doing it in games where sometimes yeah. you're like, right, we just keep the ball for the next five minutes. Absolutely. And, but yeah. Dembele's always looking forward. Um, and then the equalising goal, Christian Eriksen, free kick... And he just does Buffon. He completely does him. Buffon thinks he's going up and over the wall. And he just delays it and puts it in the other corner. It's fantastic. I think, I think Lamella standing over it as well helped because um, they all know about him in Italy. Yeah. And, and I think the ball coming over the wall, I think he was a bit worried that ball was going to come over the wall from the left foot. And he wouldn't have got it. And Eriksen you know? had hit a couple against Arsenal where he went up and over the yeah. wall. And it's, it's, it, it, yeah. it's, you don't really, it doesn't normally go keep the yeah. side, although when he does, he tends to score. Yeah. But it's yeah. a fantastic goal, and we've got fantastic opportunity now to get through in the second leg. But it's going to be extremely tough that game. We're, we're, we're going to have to play a little bit better than we did mm. out there. They're a really good team. They're going to have one or two players um, back, possibly. Um, they got one or two is still going to be out. Yeah. I don't think it matters what team they put out. They're going to be they're going to be dangerous. And and you've got to be careful again. You know you start slow. You're a goal down. You're chasing the game. But they you know. they'll. I think that they'll be typical Italians, and they won't come out and go for a spell. They'll sit back. They'll soak up pressure, and they'll just try and win one nil. Because yeah. one nil gets them through. And yeah. If it's nil nil after seventy five, a win gets them through whatever way you look at it. Yeah, nil nil after seventy five minutes, they'll be happy with that. Because then they're like, right, we've got fifty minutes, or yeah. we nick a goal, yeah. and so it's like yeah. I don't think they're going to come out and go. For, I'd yeah. be surprised if they did that, but we'll see what it's, happens. You know, even if we got an early goal, they've only got to score two goals to go through. It's going to be. A, I can't wait. It's going to be a yeah. great night. Really looking forward to it, um, and hopefully, you know, we can get over the line. Yeah, uh, and. We also had Rochdale as well in the cup, so one extreme to the other. Uh, again, it was a two-two draw. I thought I thought we got out of jail again, going a goal down, and we had the shot against Newport. We went a goal down, and we we, we dug it out. We got the equaliser. Lucas Moura was fantastic. I know it's Rochdale, so people will say, "Oh, like you should be," but it was it was his first start, and he was fantastic. He got the ball, he ran at his man, and if he does that consistently that's a dimension to our game that we just haven't got that's what we've been lacking and I think it is a good signing from that point mm. of view you've got that little bit of pace that you can bring on I think also it works kind of defensively if you're away from home you're a goal up you've got that someone who you can give the ball to and you can run with it and get the ball up the he's other end he's a ball carrier isn't he, 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 is. he will get he, he will get us 50 yards up the pitch in games yeah. where he'll get it he'll run he'll win a throw in and we're up the pitch I think I think you look at you know again we all watched it here and you know, I didn't have my best afternoon watching it because I, I, I think I kind of wind the clock back 20 years and mm. think, oh, we're going to lose this game like we always used to Spurs. But I think you, you, when you play lower league teams, it's, it's all the basics. It's not giving away an early goal. You know, that's criminal. Reducing the set pieces. It's reducing the set pieces and the balls into the box. You know, not getting a silly sending off because that can sometimes even it up a little City. bit. Manchester City last night, a week an extraordinary result. Um, I think, and also when you go deep into the game, you don't want to. You want to be in front by then because, like we were, we'd got that. We'd got although we were two one up and we and we didn't. We, we should have seen the game out, but had it been one all and they'd have scored like you're that, you're out. You're out. You're out. So at the end of the day. It was a different, completely different team to what played at Juventus. It still should, we still should, with that team, 
he'll go with it probably near enough the same team I would have thought in the replay we should be three goals better than yeah. that team well there was a bit of a I don't want to say meltdown but there were a lot of fans that are very critical it's like I get it we should be beating Rochdale but thinking of the, the grand scheme of things with all that the, there's Man United and Chelsea that are left in the cup we've drawn with Rochdale not a good result but we're now playing the replay at Wembley against yeah. Rochdale you'd bet your house on us getting through yeah. Uh, I hope it's come back to bite me. But that's that's the bigger picture. It's a poor result on the day, but we're still in the cup. The replays at Wembley, we've got a fantastic opportunity to win the cup. Most of the time, fantastic I think, if you played, you play any lower league team, and I think if they said, right, well, we'll, we'll offer you the draw in the first game, and so we're going to come out and play a second match at home, everyone would take that. Everyone would take that. And I, a lot of people say, oh, it's more games, but it isn't in a way, because... Players aren't playing twice a week, you know. Yes, when we play Juventus, we'll have a, a full-strength team. We're going to play a similar team again next Wednesday. It's not such a bad thing to be playing no, games. I don't, I don't think so. We've got no injuries in our first team. Yeah. We've got a fully fit squad yeah. for the first time in years. Yeah. So if it's a case of you've got four or five injuries, then it's, I get it. But yeah. I'm I'm not I'm very relaxed about it and I just think we've got a fantastic chance to win the cup. Again, you, you 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 put everyone on the bench again. I know there's any the argument for putting your strong team out to start and getting a couple of goals in front and then taking players off. Not entirely convinced with that. because if things don't go, quite go right, you could have the likes of Kane playing yeah. for seventy minutes, which isn't good. Yeah. So Kane has to be. You have to manage Kane. You, yeah. you can't run him into the ground. No, no, I agree. We've, you know, we've got the Juventus return coming up. Everyone's saying, "Oh, we've got an easy one." There's no easy games. No. Uh, you know, we'll come on to that soon. There's, yeah. there's no easy games. Yeah, but it's been a fantastic period, though, with all the big games we've yeah. had to have, have come out of it with the amount of points that we've got is fantastic. With, and I wanted to mention Abbas. Love him or hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he predicted it I, yeah. he was on the pod about a month ago and we went through all these games Sharon points he said Sharon points he predicted them and I, I said to him after he went through I was like that's an extremely optimistic prediction for that period but the man called it so credit where credit's due well, that's well done we, we haven't without you know I don't want to touch wood I will we, we, we haven't lost since the City away game mid-December it's a long time so it's, it's a lot it, of games it's good it's good it's really good and, and we are we're progressing well you know and it, yeah. it, I mean a lot of people have been saying oh City have only lost three games this year we've only lost six yeah so yeah. you know yeah uh, we'll move on to one of my favourite parts of the podcast which is Simon Mitchell's appearance quiz where we give you two players, I'll give you two players and you've got to tell me what players made more appearances. This week, however, it's slightly different and it's international appearances. Oh. So I'm going to give you two, I'm going to give you two, Spurs, <laughs> two Spurs players, both from yeah. the same... I like this, it's both, good fun. Both from the same nation, you've got to tell me who's made more international. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really a guessing game a lot of the time, this, isn't it? Yeah, so how many appearances has... So Belgium's the first one. Yeah. So of the two Belgian players I give you, yeah. who's made more appearances for Spurs? Right. For, Spurs. for Spurs, okay. okay. For Spurs, not for Belgium. Not okay. for Belgium, yeah. for Spurs. So Belgium is Moose Dembele or Jan Vertonghen? Vertonghen. It's correct. Jan Vertonghen, 236. Moose Dembele, 225. So there's there's only, not many in it. There's not many in it there, no. Um, I just I, thought because Dembele's been injured a bit, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Vertonghen hasn't. He yeah. had one long spell out, yeah. but yeah. Um, Argentina. Yeah. Ricky Villa. Yeah. Or Eric Lamella. I'm going to say Eric Lamella. 
is incorrect. Oh. Ricky Villa, 179. Eric Lamella, 138. So okay. Ricky with 41 more appearances for us there. Uh, France. Yeah. David Ginola. Yeah. Or Pascal Chimbonda. Well, Ginola didn't, was with us for about three seasons. Chimbonda's played a couple of times. I'm going to stick my neck out and say Chimbonda. Oh, it's David Ginola. Oh. 127 to 103. Okay. Not, there's not much in it again. No. Um, Iceland. Goodney Bergson. Yeah, the famous Goodney Bergson. Or Gilfie Sigurdsson. And I'll give you a bit of a clue. There's one in it. One in it. One in it. I'm going to go Bergson. Correct. 86. Gilfie Sigurdsson, 85. Really? Not bad. 85 games, yeah. Sigurdsson. Only played well in five of them, I would have thought. Um, and finally, Spain. Yeah. Roberto Soldado or Naim. I would have thought, oh, I'm going to go Soldado. Oh, it's Naeem Is battered. It? Naeem's battered him. Naeem, 144. Soldado, 76. I was thinking the opposite way then, of how many times he's played for Spain. That's what I was yeah. thinking, yeah. Don't blame the quiz. No, no, I'm blaming the quiz. Yeah. I love that feature. That's fantastic. It's, it's good fun because you don't have to be an expert. or not, you know, It's potluck a lot it's, of it, it's, to be honest. It is because it's so close. Yeah, but thanks as, uh, as usual, Simon, for sending really, that Really, really good that. I enjoy um, that. It's good fun when you're sitting in the car, you can enjoy, yeah. enjoy that, you know. So. Yeah, uh, and that's everything. Oh, you've got one thing you wanted to quickly yeah, talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy Greaves. <coughs> yes. Is, Jimmy Greaves is 78 today. Happy so, birthday. Uh, happy birthday to the great man. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and also, you, you've done a little bit of research, which we'll, we'll do before we finish, on clubs that you've seen Spurs play. Very, very quickly, yeah. Um, I've got two, two, another thing as well. Um, yeah, I was just thinking, because it was the first time that Spurs had ever played Rochdale. Mm. And so I'm thinking... How many clubs have I not seen Spurs play? Yeah. Now, I'm going to count Rochdale because I'm going to watch them next week. Yeah. So I, I, I quickly went through the 92 league clubs. How many? How many and, I've got, and I've got 72. I've 72. seen Spurs play against 72 clubs. Of, my, the, of the list, look, what are, the, what are, the, are there any that you haven't seen us play against that sort of surprised you? I don't think I've seen us play against Preston. Mm. That was a, quite a surprised one. The rest, though, are lower league teams, yeah. like who you would only... A lot of like new teams to the league, like Forest Green, Morecambe, uh, Crawley, Atkinson, Stanley, Fleetwood, teams like that. Yeah. Plymouth's a t- I don't think I've seen us play yeah. against Plymouth. It's the lower league side um, that we're yeah. really going to play against in the cup. Burton Albion, Shrewsbury, just picking out a few yeah. on the list. Exeter, Cheltenham, Yeovil, Crewe. Yeah. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. And that was, how, how many of that again, did you say? Uh, 72, 72 out of 92 out of I've seen There's Spurs play There's 20 clubs against. that you've never seen us play. Play, play against, yeah. Yeah. That, 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 you know, it might be one or two out, but it's for the old memories. But as well, worse. I imagine, because that's the Football League, so I imagine there's some side, there'll be a few sides, I guess, that are I in looked, the conference. I looked that, in the conference, and I think it's about seven yeah. outside the Football League that I've seen us yeah. play against. Um, and there was one other thing as well, I was just going to mention, that uh, um, Harry Kane drew level with the great Alan Gelzine in the all-time really? scoring list. And he's only got about, he's, I think he's only ten behind a phone now. And and I think in the next like you know few weeks he he can kind of another ten fifteen goals and he goes from about eighth on the list up to a fourth I think he's only yeah. behind the great you know Martin Chivers and yeah. uh, Bobby Smith and and obviously Jimmy Greaves yeah. but he's Bosch you know 
I think Chip has only got one seventy cent like that, so he's closing in. He's forty mm. away, maybe. Hopefully, next time season. next season, next season, he'll get scores forty goals a season. It'd be, it'd be brilliant. It'd be brilliant. So yeah. uh, I like that though. That's pretty good. If you if you can beat that, if you've seen us play against more than seventy two, mm. let us know because I'd be very interested to to hear. There must be some fans that have been going for quite a while that are in the eighties. I'd love to hear from you if if you've got. If you've seen Spurs play against more than seventy-two, I've got teams. No, you know I've, I've got forty-seven years of watching Spurs, yeah. so that helps. Yeah, you know that that does help. Fantastic. Uh, I think that's everything for today. Yeah, um, Palace on Sunday. Pa- Palace on Sunday. Um, we haven't really talked too much about that, but let, hope for three points there. It's a big game. We need to follow it up. Be a hard game. Midday Sunday. Strange kickoff time, but that's yeah. what that is. Fingers crossed for three points there, and uh, remember whatever happens, future's bright, future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. Aussies knees have gone all trembly and a Tim requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller USA Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini Cudicini Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Rembrandt for the win Run for me, Nick on me, 4-3 Stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Avliyachenko number 9 9 from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Transfer steals. Harry Redknapp steals on wheels. Legend Steve Perryman, MBE. Hugo Loris, clean sheet. Ball at Stefan Dalmatti. I'm playing at White Hart Lane, Nicola Bertie. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick. His football did the trick. He showed the world what Spurs could do. The League and Cup we won in 1961. Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's Cockney raised Chirpy the Cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol fumbling the same. Clattenburg doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, but we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo! Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel lacked Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Nick 
Franco, Crenshaw, Substitution Tom Hardwister's Distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's Linguistic Skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Sakura and we dropped Samora Spurs make my dark days bright but it makes me sad the Steagle was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David Dreadlocks Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White, legendary Lily White. How dare forget Two dare is to do. Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. White on lane. Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page to go. That's Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife Edrington loved the cookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed in got Ginola undressed Point won't give up the fight Bullfox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall, Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decisions Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandro's kung fu kick Eric Torsten looking swell, Espen Barson, Leonard and Smith and Shivers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue we love to win style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White and White are main If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson, 44 If he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue this one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick He showed the world what's for to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I get to white hot lane Heroes in white and blue we like to win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory